Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Dealer Talk. Before we start the first episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for all your support during Season 1, and we're very excited to share this season with all of you. Happy New Year, and may 2019 be filled with all the opportunities you need to succeed. Hello, and welcome to season two of Dealer Talk. Super, super, super excited to be back. It's been a couple of months since Eric and I put something together. Um, And man, is today's episode going to be a good one. Uh, Before we get going, though, just want to announce a couple things. So we finally have the Dealer Talk website. So make sure to check it out. I'll put the link in the notes. Please go there. For, your, for submitting your questions, uh, to check out the episodes. Um, we're super excited to have this website because it's another way for us to connect with you, the listeners. Uh, so please, please check that out. Uh, we also have a YouTube page, and we're going to be posting some content there. And then as usual, don't forget to check us out on LinkedIn and on Instagram. Before we get things rolling today, want to check in with my co-host. What's up, Eric? How you doing, man? Primed and ready. I'm like that dude, you know. You, you see the starting line. He's got his hands on the line, right? His 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 feet are behind him, a little cockeyed, but the, his butt's way in the air, and he's ready to go. Right now, don't make a mistake. If I hear like a twig snap or something like that, I'm, I'm just gonna start running, bro. I'm absolutely ready uh, uh, to get this episode up and rolling. Let's rock. Let's roll. Are you excited to be back, man? Uh, no, you can't tell me my, my, my voice or anything like that, I'm excited, I'm, I'm not ready to be bad, I'm just way intimidated. It needs to be said, listen, I, I want to, the, you know, our main goal with having this whole dealer talk um, thing is that we want to make sure that the community is, gets something out of it, right? And, and what's more than that, I want to make sure that we build a relationship where um, if you have any suggestions on things that we need to be doing better, or if we, we need to be talking to somebody else, please uh, uh, just go ahead and reach out to us. And, and we are looking for input. We want your input. We want to be able to learn how to serve you better. That's the whole point in, uh, of, of doing this. So please, uh, let, let's communicate, right? Let's communicate, people. Yeah, man. And now with the website, we're definitely going to be able to um, yes. add, add to the listeners an additional platform. So super, super excited for that. Um, all right. So before we get we, we kick things off here, I want to ask you a question. So here's my perspective, right? So I, I, dude, I love, I love when people in our industry take to social media. You know what I'm saying? Like it warms my heart because I think that there's just a place for it and not a lot of utilization in, you know, in today's, um, what am I trying to say in today's environment, if you will. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that, man? I mean, I know you do a lot of stuff on Facebook. You have like your, your, your dirty trade videos and you're, you're using that platform to communicate, uh, to the people in your market about your store and the things that you're doing. Um, talk to me about that, dude. Um, it's my hope that, uh, the old farts, people that are over 40 (laughs) years old, over 35 years old. They learn how to just get on camera, 
um, and, and get better at that. The reason why I say this is and the reason why I just made the decision to jump in and get so involved with LinkedIn and, and uh, um, uh, YouTube and whatnot is because is that I have something to say. I've, I've you know, I've got the calluses on my character enough that I'm, I, I want to give back to the community. I, 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 I'm not probably not the best at selling things, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at what I do. And if we can get enough of us that are pretty good at what we do to be able to provide information to the younger group that are coming up behind us, we owe them a responsibility that if we've learned something and we're halfway good at what we do, then you know what? It, it, it's our duty to make sure that we give back so that they get better. I mean, that's why that's what gets me fired up. That's what gets me up uh, early every morning. And, uh, and my hands are sweating just thinking about it. I, I get absolutely fired up about it. So, I mean, if you're scared about getting on camera, here's my suggestion. Get over that shit. I mean, because it, it, that's the bottom line because you're, you're not you're not helping anybody to hold all that information inside you and do nothing with it. Yeah, man. And that's what I love about the guests that we have today. So this guy, um, he's in the business, right? So, you know, that's obviously the premise of our show. We want to get people on here that are doing it day in and day out, right? With some practical advice that, that our listeners can take back and implement in their stores. But this guy is on social media and his content is on fire, brother. And I just, I just, that kind of stuff I love. So without further in, Without further ado, let's introduce the guest for today, Mr. John Resurrection, who's selling car like candy bars. John, yeah. what's up, brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hey. super excited to have you on here, man. You know, this hey, is gonna be a good one. Guys, you guys get up this early to do this on a Saturday. You're supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> uh, we got a mission, man. No we time for that, bro. <laughs> Hashtag rising grind, baby. I mean, <laughs> Hashtag hustle. I mean, you, all of it. Nah, I love it. I love it. So, um, you know, excited to have you on the show and get into a conversation. Before we do that, can you give us a little bit of a recap on your background just for the listeners? Yeah, I'll go a little. I'll give you the origin story a little bit. Um, I have uh, I grew up with both parents, so my rap career was done. I couldn't do that. So I had both parents growing up, um, and uh, I was originally from Washington D.C. and Maryland was where I get my little swagger on. So I got my little skills from there, from the East Coast. But I came out to California. Uh, I was supposed to play golf for San Diego State, but I ended up uh, getting involved at a lot of uh, local uh, golf courses, and a lot of those guys uh, were pretty much GMs and dealer principals, and uh, they were saying, why are you making peanuts? You need to make a living and find a career in selling cars, and next thing you know, I saw one of those checks, and I got hooked, but, uh, but other than that, I've been in San Diego, and then from there, uh, last store was uh, in Santa Barbara. So I made a move about five years ago to Santa Barbara to be a GSM. From there, I left the, the business and uh, basically doing my own thing and trying to uh, bring a movement and a change in the car business that I love so much that it's giving back so much to me. Um, That's the, the gist. Uh, well, so how, when did you start selling cars? When, when uh, how long 14, ago? 14, 15, 15 years. It's about to be 15 years in February. So... Yeah. You can imagine, you know, I wasn't making enough, and and and, and the lady at the time was, uh, she wanted a nice Valentine's gift, so I needed to make real money instead of working in a pro shop. So, 
uh, that's kind of how it happened, right? So your background in the car industry, have you, I mean, uh, you come from sales, obviously, to yeah. to what position? So the last, the last position before I started doing my own thing, because I'm now just doing training. Uh, I, have yes. my little, I got my business and stuff like that, because I was just like you, Herb, and you guys, I just want to give back, man. Yes. Um, and, and that's what it's about. You know, I look and so I'm on social media. I'm a nut. My wife hates it. She's like, man, you're on the thing more than you talk to me. I said, baby, this is work. This is not, right. this is not fun for me. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but, you know, when something's so good, you, you got to give back to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just know that, you know, growing up in the business or being in the business is, you know, before the, the mentality was don't ever train your replacement. I, I, don't, I never believed that. You know what I mean? I want to train someone so good that they can go on their own and make a difference in their life. And that's what it's about, you know, um, you know, because I've, I've done so well in this business and, and I just want to keep giving back and, and keep pushing this positive movement, inspire people to do better, um, you know, make a difference. I've just seen so many people go from broke to, to hero, you know, and, and they're doing it the right way. You know what I mean? And so, um, so that's what it is. The, and I don't mean to keep butting in, but I, I, I want to get to, because there's so much information I want to suck out of you today. I, I just want to make sure that the our community is it gains the most value from you because I love your energy. I absolutely love your energy. As a, um, as a brand new salesperson coming into the auto biz today, how... What was, what, what's the most important thing coming in? You think, from your perspective, what do you what do you think the most important thing is from a, a brand new person walking out of the showroom floor? Oh my gosh, I so wide, don't know exactly what's going on. What what's the what's the most important thing we can share with them in order to help them from day one? You gotta be willing to take no. You gotta be able to basically take rejection left and right. You know, you got to accept the fact that people, they don't like you, you know, just because of the word car salesman, people hate you already before they even meet you. They don't know you, you know, and that's the difference. That's why I, I, I feel this thing selling cars is, is such a negative connotation in our community and our market. People look at us and they're like, man, that is a shark, snake, scumbag, thief. And your job is literally just to change that perception and have these people understand that, look, man. I'm family feed too. I'm here to service you. I'm here to help you out with all your needs and, and we're going to make it fun. Selling cars shouldn't be buying cars. shouldn't be a chore. It should be fun. It's exciting. People are dropping a lot of money to buy cars now and they shouldn't, they should be enjoying spending that money. Not, not feeling, Oh my gosh, here you go. Get another sales guy. So accept the no, understand yeah. that you're going to get rejected left and right. It's just like when you're trying to pick up a chick at the bar and she's going to all right off the bat. You just have this feeling she's going to say no, but you got to go in and you just got to just accept that. If she says no, it's all good in the neighborhood. We're going to keep going. Right, <laughs> keep doing it. Right. 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 So, so how do you, uh, you know, based on your experience, how do you overcome that? Like, how do you, you know, and not, not so much the rejection part, cause that's, you know, that's just innate in sales, but the stigma, right? Because that's the biggest thing, in my opinion, is that, like you said, before the 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 buyer even walks into the dealership, they're already guarded, right? So, right. You got to just stay true to yourself, man. Uh, you know, as a trainer, you know what I mean. I, I, you can have, you can go in and you can tell everyone script by script, word by word. You can tell 
you can teach anything, right? You can say, see, just like this, this is what they're going to say. But in all honesty, what it comes down to, it's the person, it's you. You, you just got to stay, you got to know your self-worth and you got to understand who you are and don't change that. The process is just a way to get you from point A to point B to the end result. But it's what you sprinkle inside. You know what I mean? I always tell people anytime I tr- you know, train, I'm, I'm like, look, everyone has their own flavor. No one's ever going to sell the same. The process might be the same, but but the end result, it's the person. They're buying you, man. This is a business of people. Ooh, I love that. You know, and if you're not, if you're not, you know, if you're not about people, this is the wrong business for you. You know, you got to you have to love people. You got to love servicing people and making and, and understand that what you're doing is, is, is a big milestone for some people. Two biggest things you purchase, right? The house and a car. Be a part of that. You know, and um, that's what it comes down. Self-worth, understand who you are, sprinkle your flavor, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine in this business. You know, I love so, that you that you say that, um, you know, sprinkle your flavor. I was having a conversation with somebody recently right now, and they were we were talking about the process, right? Um, uh-huh. And um, one of the things that I was asking is – how different is it in 2018, right? With all this technology right. and all these different platforms, social media, you know, things that, um, you know, if you just look at the, the the salespeople, right? Forget about everybody else in the dealership for a moment. Let's just focus on, on those folks, right? All these different platforms, social media, a place where you can build content and, and um, you know, brand yourself and, and you, know, pre- you know, present yourself as the expert within, you know, your area or whatever. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of that happening, man. So, um, you know, you know, it's, what do you think it's about? It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I'm sure you guys love. I mean, you guys are in love with this business and the car business. And I look through social media all the time. I look at hashtag car dealer, hashtag dealerships, life, all this stuff. I look at all these different hashtags and and how to find different salespeople out there in dealerships. And man, it's like. It's like picking up the the Sunday paper to see what sales are going on. It's terrible, you know. You know the the things that I, that get me going, get me fired up, and it's just the same things like you guys. Like you're putting out messages as far as look, man. We're in a tough business, but it's gonna be okay. You know what I mean? And tell the story. Stay true to yourself. You know. I think the internet, what it's done, is just completely change the way we do business. I mean, I, I'm in one of the the top. Uh, Nissan dealerships right now that I'm training right now. I got re-signed and contracted to help them out. Um, and these guys have been doing business a certain way. And, you know, finally the owner has turned that notch and understands that, look, you can't predict the weekend anymore. You can get the same deal on a Monday and a Tuesday that you can get on a Saturday and Sunday. So, you know, in, in retrospect, if that's where the attention's at, if social media and all these platforms is where the attention's at, why aren't we on there more? You know, uh, you know, everyone's thinking, oh, man, it's it's just it's about uh, selfies and, and things like that. No, it's not. No, it's like you said, right. Adding your own flavor to it. Yeah, absolutely. We all have something to say. Here, here's, I had a good conversation with a good buddy of mine who was a salesman. He was one of my sales managers at the, the last store I was at. And he now runs a Harley Davidson store. And uh, he hits me up and said, you know, the biggest thing that Harley Davidson, uh, the corporation is pushing is social media heavy. 
and it's all about consumer centric. It's all about branding your your own your own motorcycle dealership and putting out the word and, and differentiate yourself. You know, as far as how are you different than the millions of other salespeople out there? And the only way you can do that is be on social media. I like what you said, Eric. Man, get over it. You know, get in front of that camera. Who cares? Stop. Stop being. There's people that are so perfectionist. Who cares if you if you fuck up? Oh well, who cares? Put it out there. You know, once you put it out there, it gets better. As I'm, I mean, I looked at my my first video. Oh my god, it was garbage. But you know what? I was glad that I did. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna frame that thing and show it to my kids. You see how terrible your dad is? Now look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's a saying. I I I was at a training uh, for uh, my company. Um, and there, we, you know, we were, we're going through some changes internally, but um, uh, there was a saying that came out through that that stuck with me that kind of uh, relates to this. And it was, um, you know, action is better than perfection or is more profitable. Right. Action oh, is more profitable than perfection. So, yeah, no, I dig that. The, the I mean, the reality that I, I try and get people comfortable on camera is the fact that, you know, Folks are going to talk about you anyways. 100%. But my question, I want to hey, that, gonna uh, hate. That, that's okay. I mean, I say bring it on, but that's a, maybe that's a different mentality than everybody else. But my, uh, my question for you is, do you find um, that walking into these dealerships, do you find that principals and GMs, are they open to um, your type of training, getting people comfortable with, are they receptive to the idea of their folks getting on camera, getting comfortable with social media? Are they, do you find them receptive to that? Do they fight you on that? What, what, uh, what, what's been your sense? Is it a new concept? You know what I mean? Well, well, here's the deal. So there's, so the dealership, the biggest dealership that the Nissan dealership that I'm at, these guys here, here's the deal. You'll find a lot of dealerships out there. And, and you guys are trained. You guys have been in different dealerships. You know, you'll find that store that, you have managers and people that work there that are part of the furniture, right? So, you know, the mentality we've always done it this way still exists. Yes. It still exists. And that's the reason why it's not growing as fast as it should. So the challenge, you know, that I find that when I go into these different dealerships and even used car dealerships is, is that they're saying, well, let's just do it. If we don't want our people on there, you know, we just want to put up cars and prices like it's a paper ad or it's a billboard, you know, and I keep telling these people, people don't look at that stuff. They don't want to hear your story. They want to know what they're getting into before they come. It's like watching a sitcom. That's how it should be when you're posting stuff on social media. And not only that, it has to be consistent. Consistency for anyone that's out there, right. Is, is everything. I mean, if you're going to tell someone you're going to post every Monday or do a walk around Wednesday, you better be doing a walk around Wednesday. I don't care if, if, you're, if you're feeling a little ill, you got to do it. Um, it's just, it's your business. You know, as a, me being a salesman, I've always treated this business as my own, you know, because you are, you are, it's your own business. I mean, and how you put yourself out there, stop relying on what the dealer or the owner is going to be advertising. Do your own thing. You know, I've had more deals on social media than than probably walk-ons or internet leads in general, you know, just because people know me as that car guy that they can trust because they love the messages that I'm putting out there. So, yes, they, they fight. They fight. They fight completely. 
but it takes that one video, that one piece of content that you built them, right? And they see some type of inkling of results, whether it be uh, a change in the traffic, right? Everyone right now is saying the market's slow. Man, this, this Nissan dealership that I'm at right now is rocking. And I mean, the impressions and the, and the views and the, and the comments that people are saying, they, you know, their old clientele are coming back to like, hey, I saw that video you guys just posted, made me think about buying a car again. I mean, it's, it's just so binary. It's so dumb. Do I mean, you <laughs> just do it, people. Gosh. Just do, do you it. think that in, in today's environment, right, with, the, with all these different platforms, do you think that dealerships should uh, kind of lean towards becoming content creators as a whole? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, you know, I just did another content. I don't know if you saw it. I just, which is one and probably, you know, you always have that battle between the sales floor and the service department, right? And the service department is probably the cash king for any dealership. You know yes. that, I know that, yep. right? Anyone should know that. And so when you start, when you start putting the story is just not one side, right? You got to show the whole thing, the whole picture. Uh, service department gets a bad rap too. Oh, they overcharge. They take too long. They're a ripoff artist. Same thing. You got to change that culture. So yes, as a whole, you have to put content out for the whole dealership because it's like it's like a brother and sister. You got to take care of both of them, and if you don't take care of both, one of them is going to fall. So, you got to do the whole thing as a as a collective group. You're all part of the same team, and, and it should be that way. Yeah. Um, the do you? So my 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 question is this: Do you? I mean, what's the average age of sales managers these days? I mean, is it? Do you think it's a it's a younger generation? Is it an older generation? I mean, where's the where was the disconnect between the the idea of, of social media for a dealership and uh, the the mentality of no, we're, we're just going to keep doing it this way because it's always worked. I mean, where does the disconnect that? What 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 do you think the age range is? I want to say age. I w- I want to say remember the heydays before internet, post internet. <laughs> That, right. that, that's 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 where management's at right now. You know, I fall into that uh, that right in between the heyday slash millennial, right? So I'm in that in that aspect. I'm about 36 right now, right? So I got the number right this time. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so I fall in between. I feel like I'm a mediator. You know what I mean? As far as uh, where the generation, but that's, it's the post, it's before the internet came out. That's where a lot of the management is at right now. And those are the guys that have been fighting that don't have an Instagram, that don't, they but have a Facebook. But really? I mean, on there. Do you, is that really, it's man, it's been what, like, let's say 14 years. I mean, they're, they're still, right. they still don't, don't see it. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, I get what you're saying. I definitely get that sense in my consultative conversations, but Man, my mind always goes to like, really, we're still there? Like, come on. It, it, what do they say? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, those old dogs are gonna they're gonna fade out really, really soon. And, and it, 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 I'm just telling you, it, it's just it's gonna happen. And the more they keep fighting, and I'm okay with that. Look, I, I, I talk to these guys, and you'd be surprised at, at a monster store where I'm at, the biggest one that I'm focused on. Majority of those guys are 
are before internet and they don't they don't want to be on social media they don't want to be put out there they tell everyone else to do it but they don't have the courage and they don't have the, the you know they don't have the courage to do what they're telling everyone which i think is horseshit you know you gotta practice what you preach brother you know yeah. you're telling these guys that you're telling them to go on social media and put the word out and yet you're not doing the same thing what kind of leadership is that come on and so you'll start seeing you'll start seeing a lot of those guys get frustrated because you know a dealership like this that that never believed in social media is now just is going one million percent at it um, where they're working the piss out of me. I mean, I'm literally with my camera <laughs> helping these guys out, you know, and uh, you know, and I keep pushing them, and and, and it starts from the top. And, and I'm not even talking about just the, the general manager. I'm talking about ownership. Ownership is like, I want this done. Let's make this happen. And once you get the top to say okay, everyone else has to follow. And whoever doesn't want to follow, they can step aside, and someone else is going to do it. So I'm okay with those guys, those management guys, not being here after a while. Kudos to the to the Nissan dealership where you got the top guys saying, "Let's get it on." You know what I mean? That's 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 kudos to them. Um, here's my question: Where where do you suggest a dealership post um, the, the these little nice. these little videos? Do you do you suggest they they tie them all back onto their own personal website? Do they put them on Instagram? Do they go with YouTube? Do they go with Facebook? Where do you suggest as a, as a new salesperson saying, okay, well, I'm open to the idea of doing the videos, but where do you suggest that they start posting them? Where do they get the most attention? Um, obviously, consistency is for sure the name of the game. So, I mean, is that something you always tie back into the dealership website? Tell us the logistics of the stuff. Well, what here, so here's the – so. The cool thing is that now we have a, a content building meeting every week. And and what we got to look at is where the most attention is for that particular dealership, right? Uh-huh. So let's focus on this store, right? They have probably 6,000, almost 7,000 people following them on Facebook. But here's the kicker, right? We got to understand. Here's the first thing that I always talk about when I'm training people, right? When you're looking at YouTube, right? And when you're watching a YouTube video and that skip button pops up, do you hit the skip button or you keep watching? Everyone hits the skip button, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Here's the reason why television's dead now, right? When a commercial comes on, do we change the channel and look at something else that's actually TiVo, baby. We TiVo that thing. That's right. You know what I mean? Fast forward and rewind, baby, because we have time is precious, right? So... We got to think of, of that, right? So, but here's what's the kicker. If I know all my attentions at Facebook, here's what's great about Instagram, right? It's a one minute clip, right? And not only after you do that one minute clip, you have right after you're about to post that thing, you can push that content anywhere you want. So you can link your Instagram to Facebook. So you can do it. You can, you can double whammy your content back and forth. If it's longer content, then obviously put it on Facebook. YouTube, sure. But YouTube is more, is a search engine more. It's more of like, you better have a really good TV series or story behind your dealership. Uh, And that thing has to be ultra consistent when it comes down to it. So Facebook, Instagram, a lot of the younger generation millenniums are focusing on Snapchat, which is cool. Right, but that's a younger generation. Those are the ones that still need mom and dad's uh, of uh, co-signing. So it just depends <laughs> on where you go, right? So 
uh, Instagram is heavy, uh, and and the attention wherever it's at. I would say Facebook. So, so we So here's how I, I how, this is my interpretation of of this whole thing. Like I look at social media as the as the networks of yesterday, right? Oh, 100%. So um, as the networks of yesterday, right? It's kind of like the transition from radio to television, right? Uh-huh. You had all these radio stars that. Uh, when TV came out, they kind of went away because they 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 didn't adapt, right? They, they didn't uh, recognize the medium for what it was. And I think we're kind of in an interesting situation right now, maybe a little bit more advanced, uh, but still, I mean, I think that uh, things are going from TV to, to social media platforms, right? And now mm-hmm. the individuals, right, the people, uh, the common folk, if you will, has the opportunity to become that person, that personality of that medium, right? And you have stars in today's world like the Gary V's and, um, oh, that, yeah. you know, that have really capitalized on that. And, you know, but again, when you look at our industry, right, because that's kind of like where I'm focused, we don't, I don't see that person. I don't see those, you know, there's a couple people here and there that are doing some stuff, but I don't see that as a whole. I don't see people really taking advantage of that medium. And I feel like we're still stuck in those days of TV and newspaper and all this, that, that just, it's just a waste, man, because, you know, if let's just talk about TV and I used to work in TV and I know how expensive it is. The only way for you to be successful in that medium is to have a bunch of frequency and frequency means money, right? right. But you go to a place like social media and you can have all the frequency in the world Let's say that you do pay for an ad. It's super, super cheap. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so, yeah. So why are we not, as an industry, taking advantage of that to its full potential? Just kind of blows my mind, dude. Um, it, it, it's a, it, you know, it's so funny. And, and it's just like I, I talked to ownership and I said, look, man, how much do you spend on these paper ads? How much are you spending on this radio and television? Right. How much money is really going out there? Right. You know, let's just be real. Like no one in the right state of mind is looking at this stuff. You know, let's, the first thing I asked is like, how many people have cable now? And and all the managers, there's about 12 managers at this store and none of them raised their hands. So I said, so why the hell are we spending money in freaking television? You know, well, we've always done it that way. That's the mentality. We've always done it that way. Okay, cool. Keep doing it. You'll end up like Toys R Us. You know what I mean? Right. Let's yes. Be honest. <laughs> let's, let's be real, you know? Yeah. And, 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 then, and then what ends up happening is that because these guys don't do their research, right? I love research. I love backing up what the hell I'm going to say because I never talk about anything I don't know. So you look at just like how Gary Vee and all these other guys that are doing it, right? You show them how much it is to penetrate you know, 60,000, 70,000, 80,000 people within 25 miles of your radius. That's typically what a dealership wants to do, right? 25, maybe 30, right? And you only spent, you only have to spend a hundred dollars for know. this thing to keep running. Oh my God. Dude, God. it's so cheap. And and that's not going to be the case forever. Listen, like, and this is right. straight out of Gary Vee's content, so I'm, I'm not taking credit for it. Right. But 100%. like he says, right? So look, Right now is the time to do it. We maybe have two or three years left of this before the next wave of stuff comes. And right now, this is super, super cheap. So the people that get on board with this still can buy their ads at a, at a, a fraction of what it what it's really worth because of the the, the the massive impact that it has. 
So if you don't take advantage of it now, you know, two or three years from now, you're going to pay 10 times the price. Oh, 100%. 100%. And here's what's crazy. And this is what I, I always tell sales guys too, right? I said, how much do you spend on cigarettes? Because we're in the car business, right? There's a lot of people smoke cigarettes. And how much do you spend on cigarettes? In California, it's about $7, $8. It's almost like $9 now. Wow. $9, right? Nine times, how many times you smoke a day? Let's just be real. So I'm about to close a deal here, right? <laughs> so if you're spending $9 and, and you smoke a pack a day, let's just say a pack a day, nine times seven, right, is what, $63. You put $63 and reinvest that into your own business and, and, and sponsor and promote yourself. Dude, you can buy all the cigarettes you want because you're just going to get that much attention. Let's, right. let's put it in simple terms. I'm a coffee nut. My wife is trying to cut my coffee content down because I'm buying a star this morning. I got caramel macchiato. I had to get a triple shot today. It cost me $6 <laughs> for a cup of coffee. Hey, look, that's money well spent. Let's be Absolutely. real. Okay. 100%. Oh yeah. It gets me up and gets me going. But you, the thing, what, what's going on right now in social media is that it has made it an even playing field for anyone from the bottom totem pole to the top of the totem pole. Yeah. It's who wants it more and who wants to be out there more. And if you're in sales, you better be putting yourself out there. People need to know what the hell you're doing. You ever get that? Here's, here's the greatest thing. People say, hey, what do you do? You don't watch what I do because you're not putting anything in social media that you sell cars, that you do anything in sales. You're putting out, you're out there in Vegas, you know, drinking bottles and, and, and dancing and all that other stuff, but you have nothing content based that you sell cars. Invest in yourself and put it out there, guys. <laughs> I love these talks, man. I love social media. Oh, so it's like it's like cracking PCP for me. It's crazy. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because I, I this is I think this is kind of new wave. So bear with me as I work work our way through this, but uh yeah. um, uh, you know, I, I, I view the social media aspect, especially when you tie it back into your Facebook page, is almost a, a, a journeyman's type of mentality where you can, it's really more of a, in your online resume, it's much more yeah. powerful to be able to walk into a dealership and they're going, well, who are you exactly? You can have them pull up a Facebook posting of who you are and what you're about. There's got to be power in that. And I got to feel that's that's just where the trend is going. You know what I mean? There, there's got to be power where you're actually, you build your own community. And this is, the, I'm, look, I'm talking, I'm talking some big thinking here. I apologize. Mm -hmm. so put your seatbelt on. When you can build yourself an audience that follows you because yep. you're the show, there's got to be able to, there's, there's power being able to walk into a dealership and say, hey, listen, this is what who I am and what I'm about. And if you're effective at that, that's a, that's that's almost a bidding war for the for those dealerships trying to gain you because you're the you're the show, man. Oh, there's there's got to be power. And then so the shift in mentality on that has got to take place because you're getting dusted by. You know, the, the 19 year old who has no fear is his his mentality with social media is that, you know, what that's just how he grew up. He's so used to being on camera. He has no problem telling you his life story. And if he's got some uh, uh, some sales skills, too, 
bro, you're going to get dusted as a, as a 32 year old, as a 37 year old, as a 41 year old, he's going to dust you because this kid has no fear and is able to go where the, where the people, where the viewers are at. I mean, that's uh man. I've talked about a lot, a lot of stuff there, but there's, there's something there. I'm talking next wave, next generation thinking that's going to make this deal explode. Oh, absolutely. I a million percent agree with that. I mean, it's just about exposure. You know, it's just like how the first thing you asked me, Eric, right before we got on this thing, who the hell are you? Yeah. Right. That's the first yeah. thing you asked me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the old cocky channel, but look at my resume, look on Instagram, right. look what I'm doing. Look, I built, you know, at first I was the same guy that had his page as private. And finally, I, I told myself, you know what, what the hell am I hiding? You know what I mean? I'm gonna show my truth. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about. I have a lot, just like you guys. I have a lot of stuff to talk about. I might as well right. put it out there and have people know what's going on. And and that's what it's all coming down to. So I a million percent agree with you about these guys, these younger cats that are coming into the game. Here's what I don't want these younger cats to forget, though. Other than just being on social media and posting whatever the hell they want to post on there, right? They still gotta understand it's still about people. You know, it, it, this business is about people. And if you don't got people skills, you're in the wrong business. You know what I mean? So yes. whatever you're putting out there, you better be able to communicate to these people in a way that they can they can relate to you. They can understand that you do have their needs and, and their best interests, you know, to the forefront of what you're trying to do. You know, uh, I used to I used to buy the nice watches, the, the fancy suits, the nice cars and stuff like that. Now I'm just. Look, man, I'm just I'm just a kid that's out here trying to make a difference for someone, right? And, and it's not about the money; it's about servicing people. The money is a is a byproduct. The money will come, right? It, it just happens, you know. It's just a matter of do you feel good about what you're doing and and who you're helping, you know? And that's what it comes down to. It and and I just hope that this generation and I have a good feeling that it's going to happen that. This social media thing is is something, and I can't believe we're still talking about this. This should be an afterthought already. Everyone yeah. should be on social media, but yeah, man. Let's just be honest. It still needs to be talked about, um, you know, and that's why I constantly post and, and put stuff on there. And just like you guys said, man, don't worry about the haters, man. You're always gonna have haters. If you don't have haters, you ain't doing something right. There you go. So get as many haters, just like Biggie Small said. Get as many haters. If you if you ain't got haters, you ain't doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So on that note, dude, um, let's talk about the movement, man. What's up with the selling cars like candy bars? Like, how did that come up? I love that, dude. I love the branding. I love how you put that whole deal together. I love the the tag. Yeah. You know what? It, it was again. It was just something that just it just came about. I just it was a slogan at first, right? And I would just tell customers, you know what, selling cars like candy bars, and they would, and the customers will end up saying. Then it became really catchy. And I was like, man, this is pretty cool. But then when you start digging into it, right, and I start thinking about why do I say that? Selling cars has that extremely negative connotation. People look at salespeople, right? Again, they hate us, and it's all good. You know, have you guys looked it up? The number one hated profession in the world right now is the car salesman. Wow, it's number one. We won. We're winners. I mean, it's probably the bad, the bad, the worst list to be on, but we won, right? We beat, we beat politicians, we beat lawyers, we beat every person that people hate, car salesmen. So you take that negative connotation, 
and you take candy bars. And this is what I came up with, and it just sticks. Candy bars. People just can't say no to candy bars. I love that. That's brilliant. Right? It's so positive. So you take that negative, and you take that positive. It's just like magnet. You put them together, and they just stick. And that's what that's what I'm trying to do out there, and that's what I'm pushing out there. Um, you know, we just need more positive content out there. You know what I mean? With all the things that are going on, we just need people talking about all the good things that happen in car dealerships, the camaraderie we yes. have that yes. we have when we grind in and out with these guys, you know, day in and day out. We spend more time in our in our work than we do with our own families. So why not? Why not build that? Um in a positive way. Uh, and, and that's what it, that's what it comes up. That's where it came about, you know? And it's, it's just funny. I laugh. My parents are laughing all the time. They're like, Hey, it's the candy man. Said, oh, be quiet. <laughs> dude. I, I love that, man. Listen, it's been incredible to have you on such a good conversation. Time just flies, dude. When, when, when we're having these, these you know, pretty amazing talks, oh, yeah. um, be, you know, before we wrap it up here, and I'll, I'll definitely, you know, give you an opportunity to let the listeners know how to get in touch with you. Definitely want them to to have access to you if they can. Um, uh, but there's a question I ask everybody that comes on the show, and that question is, where do you see the automotive industry headed in the next five years and why? So I've been thinking about this a lot. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's, it's you, man. Yeah. So I've been I've been talking to a lot of people about this uh, older generation, uh, newer generation, and 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 it, here's what I see in the next five years: Will social media get bigger? Yes, you will see a lot of dealerships going in there. But here's what I see in the next five years: I think it's going to go a million percent more because a lot of the people that have been a part of the furniture in the dealership are going to the newer generation is going to come in. And they're going to go ultra hard on this social, ultra hard on customer service, ultra hard on digital. And what's going to end up happening is that they're going to, you're going to start seeing all the dealerships get away from the traditional salesperson on the floor, heavy on the Internet, BDC, whatever you want to call it. Your meetings are not going to be about just bonuses and, and what they need to hit goals. They're going to talk about about what message are we going to be putting out on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. And you're going to see a lot less floor guys, a lot more internet guys. And even, uh, I'm, I hate to say it, but I even think because of all these apps that are coming out now, even your finance guys are going to get a lot less uh, because everything's going digital that way as well. So it's good. I think it's a chain. The car business deserves it. Um, and, and the consumers deserve it even more. So oh, I'm excited for the car business in the next five years. I'm extremely excited. And I'm extremely excited for you guys, for your, uh, your pop. Thanks, man. We had a little bit of choppiness there, guys. So apologies uh, to the listeners on that. Um, but, let, you know, you know how we do. We keep things rolling here. Um, <laughs> Hey, thank you so much again for coming on. Um, please, if you get a chance, uh, can you let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, so typically I'm on Instagram because I'm a fanatic. So if you go to jrex 6 Deep, that's J-R-E-X, the number 6 Deep, uh, you can find me there, DM me there. 
on LinkedIn, I'm on there pretty heavy now as well. So that's John Resurrection, and it's not a stage name. That's my last name. So I'm a birth certificate associate. Right? So <laughs> that, that, that's for real. So you can find me on those two platforms, Facebook as well. So it's all the same. It's all binary. It's all the same thing. So uh, find me there. DM me there. I love talking about the car business. And, and again, I appreciate you guys. You guys are, are amazing for doing this and, and spreading the word out there to the auto industry. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. We'll definitely put your, your contact information in the notes so people can, can get in touch with you that way as well. Uh, to the audience, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We're super happy to be back. Um, I can't think of a better uh, guest to have to start up season two. Great conversation on the future of the business and just uh, some of the ways that we can uh, utilize the platforms that exist today to connect with more buyers and get our story out there. Like like John said, put your own flavor on it with these, with these different platforms. Um, thanks again. And as usual, we'll talk later.